Welcome to the Fun and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupkin, and let the games begin. What is up, Fun and Games fam? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fun and Games Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Lupton, and happy Wednesday, everybody. How are you doing? Let me know. I am so happy to be joining you today as you're in the gym, on your hot girl walk, cleaning your house, getting ready for the day, doing whatever it is you're doing, even driving to work. What's up? Hello. It's going to be a good day. So listen, initially today was supposed to be a guest episode, but now it is an episode all about my favorite ways to plan meals, grocery shop, and just tips on setting ourselves up with nutrition. So it's going to be a jam-packed episode. Pretty excited about it. And tomorrow, well, you're listening to this on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, it is Darian's last day of school. So he gets a good break and we are bringing you the dynamic duo back. We're going to have a ton of episodes. I've been dying to do the he's a 10, but trend. So excited. We asked you those a while ago, so we're going to finally get to those. And then I also want to do a green flag and a red flag in relationships. So that'll be kind of bundled together in one episode. And then Darian and I haven't done a Q&A in forever. So I want to do that. And we've got to do another gym stories episode. So that's kind of on the docket. I want to crush some out with Darian because it's always so fun to have him on the podcast. And I know you guys love to have him on as well. So fun things coming. And now let's get into the fun and games segment of the week. So this is a part of the podcast where I say a fun or a gain from my week, something good that has happened. And sometimes I'll share a low point. So this week, it's all about a gain. And the gain of this week was overcoming my gym anxiety. So let me tell you, You guys already know I've been struggling a little bit getting back into my routine. You know, I just feel like there's so much on my plate right now. Finals with Darian, like our life is insane right now and I'm constantly busy and a little bit stressed and overwhelmed right now. So that kind of carried itself over into my gym session yesterday. So here we go. Let's paint the picture, okay? I'm like, oh, I didn't get my gym workout in the morning because we had an appointment for Vinny in the morning. So he was there and I couldn't go to the gym that morning. So I knew I had to go later on in the day. So the first kind of hit was a different time. I don't really like going in the afternoon. I just don't. It's a different crowd. You know, it's a different time. But honestly, it's really not that big of a deal. I'll go to the gym at any time of the day. Like I'm just grateful to go. But that kind of threw me off. So a later on uh, workout in the day, you know, I'm a little bit more tired later on in the day because I wake up early. So my energy rush is definitely in the morning. I'm definitely a morning person now and I've flipped that completely because I used to be a night owl, but now I'm a morning person. Anyways, so the time of the gym was different. Then I get dressed in an outfit that I thought was really cute. I was excited to wear and the way it just fit me, I was like, no, 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 sis. Like I don't know what it was, but it was so tight on me. I felt so uncomfortable and I'm definitely like, I'm just going to say like, I don't feel as shredded as I once was, you know, before I've taken so much time off, which is fine. Like my body changes. I'm, I'm not upset about that, but it just fit me differently. And I was like, Oh, it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit uncomfy in these clothes right now. So I was like, okay, what the heck am I going to do? And then that kind of fed into my anxiety that I've already had of great. Now I have to go to the gym and now I have to lift. Like I'm kind of getting in my head and I'm overthinking 
everything and I start just getting really anxious because I've already been a little bit anxious during the day and a little bit stressed just because I'm overwhelmed. So all of that is carrying over into this gym session and I kind of start freaking out. Okay, I'm getting really, really anxious. So I kind of take a second and I'm like, okay, I want to go to the gym. I know I want to rebuild this habit, even though it's really hard. Like I'm committed. I'm going to the gym. What can I now do to make this more comfortable for myself? So I sit and I think and I say, well, let's just do cardio. Why don't you just like stay on a treadmill? Even if you just walk, listen to a podcast, YouTube video, or listen to some music, uplift yourself, get in your own headspace, like kind of take a break from work, get the stress off. I know that when I usually do cardio, you know, it gives you kind of those happier endorphins because you're running. I don't know. There's something about running that just gives you crazy endorphins. So I was like, okay, maybe I can even try that. So that kind of started to ease my anxiety down. I was like, okay, I'm just going to a, going on the treadmill at the gym. Like I can easily do that. And it also doesn't matter what I'm going to wear because I'm not going to be filming. Like, so all of this stress slowly started to unravel, which felt really good. So I changed my outfit into something super just comfortable and really loose fitting on me. So I felt a lot better mentally and physically. And, you know, when you're wearing an outfit that you feel comfortable and confident in, your worries are no longer about you or how you look in the gym. It's more about what you're doing in the workout. It just puts you in a better mindset. It really, really does. So I was able to go to the gym and like all of my stress and anxiety went away when I was on the treadmill and I was sitting there or I was walking. I wasn't sitting on the treadmill, but I was walking and thinking like, this is a really big win for me. Like seriously, I did not want to go. I was seriously having some massive like self-talk issues. I was in a bad headspace and I'm so proud that I went. And when I was walking, I even felt, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. I even felt a little alone because there's not as many like fitness influencers that are also parents. Like it is a total different ball game. And when kind of all I'm seeing is younger people who are able to spend an hour or two hours in the gym and being able to like do all of these things that I no longer choose to take my time to do, sometimes I can get really overwhelmed and that just kind of, of course, like comparison is a thief of joy, but I just felt really alone. I was like, where are the parents who are like crushing it in the gym and and trying to find this balance between work and life and family and I don't know, I just felt a little bit alone and I kind of like got a little bit you know, like shed a little tear or two or some extra sweat was getting in my eyes, if you know what I mean. So I just kind of had those thoughts of like, I need to be present. Like I want to keep showing up because I feel like that's not represented as well as that you can have a family, you can support a spouse through a extremely difficult schooling or whatever job or career or they're in the military. And a lot of the times I feel like a single parent because Darian is not here um, he tries his best. Like he does an amazing job. Whenever he's home, he is so present and attentive and absolutely amazing. And we love every second we get, but dude, it just feels so overwhelming and lonely at times because, you know, I look at other people, which I shouldn't do, but I do. And I'm like, they have so, it seems to me like they have so much free time. Like where are the other people where I can kind of like relate? Like, where's my crowd of people who it's like, dude, we're like struggling going to the gym. Like, 
I'm struggling, you know, I just like kind of want to find those people. Anyway, so this, <laughs> this gain has also included a low point I see. I'm not complaining at all. But I'm just saying like, I don't see that represented as well. Everybody's, you know, in their 20s and in college or I don't know, they're just a like, I don't know. It's just different. So I was like, okay, you know, we got to stay strong, Brit. Like this is this is important to be able to like speak up for all the moms out there who are literally struggling every day trying to balance being a good mom and everything else in life. So those were those were the thoughts, the <laughs> my deep thoughts as I was walking on the treadmill, okay? And after I had that, I had this surge of energy. I let go of everything and I was like, I felt amped up. I found that motivation of show up for myself, show up for you, show up for, you know, my deep inner soul of I want to be this person and I know I can do it. So a good song came on and I was like, all right, let's run. So I was able to run a mile and it felt so good. It was actually way easier than I thought. I don't know if it's because I set at a little bit of a lower pace. I was think I was on like five or six miles per hour. So it's a little bit slow, but I was able to run a full mile after not forever. And I was like, wow, I feel great. My feet were killing me though. Stay tuned. I'm literally, I, <laughs> I bought like 10 pairs of shoes last night because I was like, I'm sick of this. I never spend money on myself and I need a new pair of gym shoes. I've worn the same Adidas NMD for two years and my arches, my feet, like my legs, everything hurt. And I was like, this is just not happening anymore. So I bought a new pair of shoes. <laughs> this gym session proved to be monumental for me. And I, so after I ran, I did a little bit of abs and then I was like, you know what? I'm actually feeling a lot better now. And I was able to even do a couple of chest exercises and, and felt good getting a little bit of a pump and felt really good. Like I left the gym feeling so much better than I did walking into it. And I think sometimes the gym can be just as much as a mental boost as it can a physical. And I think that that's just really cool. Like I'm really, really grateful for that. And that was a big gain, a big fun, all of the fun and gains from this gym session as well as a low point, <laughs> basically telling you all my train of thought, here we are. <laughs> you wanted Bernie to open up and here she is. So that was kind of a little bit of a, of a tangent, but honestly, really happy to share that because maybe you can relate to some bit of that and you just don't feel as alone, okay? I'm there with you on the treadmill. So if you see me on the treadmill, just know some deep, some deep thought process going on with me. I guess that's my time to think and reflect and <laughs> what's going on in Brittany's head? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Now we're going to get into our weekly podcast review. I'm actually scrolling way back and I'm just going to pick this one that I landed on. It says my favorite podcast on Instagram. This is back from April from Kylie Dillon. I look forward to every Wednesday when a new episode gets released. I'm a postpartum mom of two and her podcast and Instagram page gives me motivation to be strong and I love her approach to making fitness and health a lifestyle, not a quick fix diet culture approach. I have had an unhealthy relationship with food and fitness since high school and am just now overcoming it and learning to love food and have a positive relationship with it. Thank you so much, Brittany and Darian. P.S. I've never left a review on a podcast. I literally had to Google how to. That's how much I love this podcast. What? Okay, well, I think it's Kaylee, Kylie. I think it's Kaylee though. Thank you so much. I appreciate the effort. 10 out of 10 effort with Googling how to leave a podcast review. Honestly, though, I'm the same. Like I, I would have no idea how to do it. So for all of you who take your time to leave a review on my podcast, it means so much 
big hugs. I love you. It is my motivation to keep going, hearing from you and seeing that this is actually helping and reaching somebody instead of me just talking to a wall and to a microphone. You know what I mean? So I'm really being able to talk to you guys in your earbuds. So I love it. So now let's jump into today's podcast episode. Again, it is my favorite ways to meal plan, grocery shop, and basically how to help set us up for success when it comes to nutrition. Because again, we all know I love the gym, we all know I post lots of workouts, but let's get a little bit into kind of the nutrition side of things. And I do need to start off by saying, again, if you want or need specific help, especially like meal plans, et cetera, you already know what I'm about to say. I'm going to say talk to a registered dietitian or nutritionist, okay? I am speaking on my personal behaviors, my personal habits that I like to use and implement. This is what works for me. And hopefully this can help inspire you, inspire you to try something new or find something that can work for your life. I am in no way saying you need to do all of these things and that this is the only way to do things. Again, speaking from my personal experience, I just want to give that disclaimer because a lot of times, you know, just need you to know it's not the letter of the law. This is my habits and what I personally like to do what's worked for me. So hopefully you can get inspiration from this. First things first, let's talk about planning my meals. This is how I personally love to plan my meals. So as you know, I like to take, you know, anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes to really map out my meals for the week. What do I feel like eating? What do Darian and I want to put on the menu? And if the bare minimum, really, we just focus on Monday through Friday, five to six meals a week, because sometimes you have leftovers and a lot of times that carries us over. So normally five to six dinners a week is what we plan bare minimum. So And there's a couple places that we get inspiration from, right? Like I have a recipe book where I like to keep track of our favorite dinners. Like when we make something and it's really good, we write it down in a recipe book. So we can browse through that, say, oh, we haven't had this in a while. It sounds good. If you have a cookbook, you can do that. You can use Pinterest. You can use my Instagram, my YouTube, my app. You can use other people's pages. Get inspired and get excited no matter what it is. There's a ton of recipes out there. So even if you get some kind of inspiration, you're not following the recipe recipe to a T, at least get an idea, write it down, schedule it out for each day of the week. So I'll give an example. So last week's meals were, we had green, we had honey lime green chili enchiladas, which were so freaking good. They were so good. I mean, ridiculously good. We had teriyaki meatballs. We had spinach and cheese artichoke stuffed chicken 10 out of 10, salmon teriyaki bowls. Then we had salmon with roasted veggies and rice. I think that's pretty much it. We had a couple leftovers with the enchiladas and then the meatballs, but it was so good. And it was so much easier having all of that written out and planned out for the week. That way we just knew what we were making. Everything was defrosted and it was easy to get all the ingredients we needed at the store which is kind of the second tip when it comes to planning my meals is to create your shopping list. Not only does helping create a shopping list help you stay on time and on schedule and to help make sure that you don't forget something at the grocery store, all too often I will leave and be like, wow, I forgot this one thing that is critical to my recipe. Nothing is more annoying than that. Like nothing is more annoying than having to run back into the store or run back in at a later date to grab the couple of things that you forgot. So writing a list and checking it twice really helps make sure that you're on track and also it helps organize you in the grocery store. Like if grocery shopping is not your thing, the more organized, the better. You can even do grocery pickup. I do that 
all the time. Sometimes the produce picks are a little bit not the best. So you can like pick your own produce, but have everything else happy grocery pickup. Another thing is writing a list helps you stay on budget. If this is something that is important to you, girlfriend, I swear having a shopping list helps you like map out and budget so that you can stay in whatever your budget range is in. Like Darian is in grad school. We we balling on a budget over here, okay? So helping have a shopping list is mighty helpful for our family and I can't recommend it enough. And obviously, once you have your shopping list, you then need to buy the ingredients you need for the meals and then other staple items for your breakfasts, your lunches that you kind of like rotate through. So for example, I really eat one of the same five breakfasts, whatever we have the ingredients for that week, that's what I have. And typically we have all of the same ingredients every week. I just have a wiggle room to change what I make. So some ideas for breakfast are banana pancakes. My recipe is only oats, eggs, milk, like cinnamon and banana. It is so good. And that's pretty much the exact same stuff I put in my oatmeal. So I know, okay, am I making pancakes out of this mixture or am I going to eat oatmeal out of this mixture? Except, you know, my oatmeal doesn't have eggs, obviously. But that's kind of easy. Those are the same ingredients. So I write down and make sure I have all of that. Then eggs with toast. And sometimes in the eggs, I'll put like veggies in it. So again, make sure I have eggs. Make sure I have my favorite sourdough toast. And honestly, or sourdough bread. It's not toast until you toast it. But, and then I also have veggies like bell peppers or onion, tomato, avocado, spinach, things I like to have in with my eggs. But a lot of those can double up then for smoothies. So I can use spinach or avocado in a smoothie as well as fruits. So having all of that written down and ready to go is so helpful just to plan kind of those same breakfasts that I always have and then just have the ingredients ready so that I can kind of pick what I want in the morning. And then also, I'll be honest, planning out your snacks is such a game changer because we all get snacky during the day. I am a snack attack person, okay? I've got to have my snacks to a T. What am I having? Because I get so hungry, okay? So I love to have like tuna and cucumber. Do I have the ingredients for that? What about cottage cheese and fruit? Um, Do I have like, have I had a smoothie already that day? Maybe that's what I'll have or just I'll have a snack plate where I like to have fruit with crackers and cheese and lunch meat or something like that. I've got to have my snacks ready to go, planned out, written those on the list. Those are just some examples I personally love to have. And the last thing I'd say when it comes to this is just that it is so fun to try new recipes or new flavors to switch things up. Sometimes I personally get into the routine of eating the same thing all the time. Like I have the same breakfast, I have the same lunches, and then dinner will be kind of a variant, but I'll just make the same like five to 10 recipes, honestly, like all the time. And Darian can get bored of that. So Darian is really good at switching it up, finding new recipes, because sometimes I'm just so lazy and comfortable with what I usually make. It's like a quick, easy, you know, 10 to 15 minute dinner. And I'm like, good. It satisfies me. But Darian, it's always so good and so fun at bringing new recipes to the table. And it just kind of satisfies you in a new way. So it's always really fun. You can also try different grocery stores to get different ingredients. Like if you have that time and that resource, do that. 
see how other grocery stores are, see what stores you like to get your produce from and, you know, meats. Are you going to the farmer's market and getting inspired to try new fruits or new vegetables? Like that can be really fun depending how much time you have. You can have as much fun or as little fun as you want when it comes down to this, but at least having a plan and idea for basically what you want for breakfast, lunch, and dinners for the week, writing down your list, and then going to buy that. Honestly, it helps you save money, helps you save time, and you can just feel so much more confident and it helps decrease your chance if you struggle with this, which nothing's wrong with it, but if you're trying to save money, like that can help you get down to the wire and stop ordering DoorDash or going out to eat because you feel like you have nothing to make. But if you have that stuff planned, instead of having, like oftentimes I'll look at my pantry and I'll be like, oh, I don't have like anything because my creativity is not there of like making a recipe out of random stuff. But if I've already shopped and prepped and have an idea, oh, I'm making Ritz cracker chicken. Oh, that's right. That's why I have Ritz crackers, Greek yogurt and chicken. So I can make Ritz cracker chicken. Duh. And then I'll just have vegetables and rice. Like, That's so easy. Whereas if I'm not thinking or planning that, like I'm not going to look at the Ritz crackers and be like, oh, let me make Ritz cracker chicken. Like that's just not a thing. So having that plan can really help when you're in a pinch or just help if you're trying to cook more at home instead of ordering DoorDash or going out, etc. That can just be really helpful. Now, my second tip, which kind of was already covered in that previous one, is to have your staples. And I feel like that's something that as you cook more at home, you'll be able to create these staples. But it can be really easy to stay with your nutrition and to build and create that lifestyle, that habit, that routine when you have staples that you're consistently kind of going back to. So again, a few of my breakfast staples are oatmeal, my pancakes, my, I love my banana pancakes, like chia seed pudding, eggs and toast, fruit and yogurt bowls, something like that, that you have those same five breakfasts that you can at any time switch between and have. That way you always know what's coming and you can have a little bit more, I wouldn't say control, but just idea and a bit more yeah, I guess control over what you eat and and being able to really calculate, making sure that you're having good nutrition for breakfast, starting off your day right. Because sometimes we're tired, sometimes we're in a rush, but when you know, okay, I'm having oats or I'm having pancakes or I'm having my chia seed pudding, like it's so much easier to just do that because it's already in your brain instead of looking at your pantry in the morning and being like, wait, what? What am I going to eat? So I encourage you this week to take some time and write down some of your staples, your staple breakfasts, your staple lunches, snacks, and dinners, just like some of your favorite all-time go-tos. That way, once it's written down, you kind of have that in the back of your mind of, okay, this is my go-to. I'm hungry. This is what I can eat and or make. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, hang out with friends, go out? I feel like a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, well, time for what? If our time was unlimited, how would we use it? What would be the best way to squeeze in that special thing into your schedule that is so important to you and make that a priority? Well, therapy can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. 
I know that therapy can be extremely beneficial. Just have another person to talk to, talk through things, get to the bottom of feelings that we might not know that we're having, and it can lead us to feel empowered to be the best version of ourselves. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Brit. All right. So now we're going to move on to kind of this second segment of this podcast. And I'd say it's kind of how to set yourself up with nutrition, a little bit more nutrition 101, a tiny bit of science behind this, because I feel like a lot of times there are girls or even me, like when I first started my journey, there's just people who don't always think about the macro or micronutrient profile or composition of our meals of what we're eating. So for example, a lot of times you'll eat something and then you'll wonder why you're hungry 30 minutes to an hour later. Like why? wait, I just ate, like why am I hungry again? So there's actual ways to help with that when you think about the science of food, and I'm just going to touch on a couple of these, okay, based on the research that I have gathered. And um, of course, there's so much more in depth. There's so much more into food science. Just going to kind of give some basic 101 knowledge when it comes to this to hopefully help educate you and realize some things that maybe you haven't and why what we eat is so important and how you can strategically eat and fuel your body with proper foods to be able to feel better, to be able to live a happier and healthier, longer life overall and have better training sessions, better workouts and just feel better all overall. Okay, so first of all, I'm pretty sure we can all agree that hunger is a way that our body is signaling to us that it needs some kind of energy or nutrients, okay? I'm pretty sure that's a base knowledge we can all agree, okay? Our body tells us when we're hungry, it needs energy, it needs fuel, it needs some nutrients because scientifically, we need that in order for our body to function properly. And something that I think is cool and not a coincidence is that foods that best satisfy our hunger are also the foods that are most nutrient-dense as well. And you guys know by now, I preach eating whole nutrient-dense foods all the time. And you might be new, you might not have heard this yet, but basically, nutrient-dense foods are just rich in vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients that are important for our health. So we're talking about fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, basically any food that as you eat, your body is also gaining nutrients from them. They are just jam-packed full of nutrients that we need in our every single day life, like fiber, iron, vitamins, minerals, all of that. So your best bet for satisfying your hunger and helping increase your fullness is to include foods that are high in filling your macronutrients in each meal and snack. If you don't know what macronutrients are, I have a whole podcast episode about that and micronutrients, but basically your big macros are fat, carb, and protein. But let's go back to that earlier example where maybe you're eating something and then you're hungry again in 30 minutes or you're hungry again in an hour. I'm going to kind of explain why that happened 
and how you can help kind of prevent that in the future if that's something you are interested in. So when you're choosing foods, you wanna choose foods that are gonna help you feel fuller for longer. So you can have a combination of these foods. It's not like you need to only eat these. But for example, if you're only eating a carb and you're not pairing your carb with protein, with some fiber or healthy fats, you will be hungry again in a short amount of time because food components that help satisfy your appetite are protein, fiber, and healthy fats. So protein is actually one of the most satiating macronutrients, and this is really going to help us feel more satisfied. So you can pair a protein with a carb. Like let's say you want to have bread or a muffin. Great. That muffin alone, you might be a little bit hungry in a little bit because you're only having a carb. Again, nothing wrong with carbs. We're talking about helping yourself feel fuller for longer because I know a lot of people question, man, why am I hungry 30 minutes after I had a big meal? Well, what is the actual makeup of that meal that you just had? Are you including protein, fiber, healthy fats, carbs, vegetables? Like what are you including in that? So a lot of times, yeah, pair protein with your carb. That's going to be awesome. Take it even a step further, include fiber. Fiber takes longer to pass through our digestive systems. So adding in more high fiber foods to our diet can help us feel fuller for longer. Examples of high fiber foods or foods that include fiber are berries, lentils, edamame, chickpeas, whole wheat pasta, whole wheat bread, pears, artichokes, legumes, nuts, seeds. Like there are so many options that have high fiber. Also, one of my favorites are apples. My aunt always says, if you have an apple a day, you'll stay regular. So I always think of apples are good in fiber by her saying that, which I just, I think is funny, but that's one of those things that has just always stuck with me. And the third food component that can help satisfy your appetite, help you feel fuller for longer is healthy fats. Any healthy fat like omega-3 fatty acid and plant-based monounsaturated oils are also necessary for good health. So all three of those, protein, fiber, and healthy fats, honestly add such a diversity to your nutrition and to your the makeup of your meal. So for example, okay, let's put this into practice, okay, because I just said a lot of words. So I'll give an example so you can kind of see a demonstration of what this will look like on a plate. <laughs> I just laughed because I'm thinking of the most basic one. Okay, my oatmeal. My morning oatmeal is a perfect example of this, okay? Every morning I have oatmeal, right? Almost every morning. So that bowl of oats, we've got whole grain oats, okay? Oats are a little bit high in fiber naturally anyways, okay? So that, that's good. We've got a carb, has some fiber in it. Let's talk about how are we gonna add protein to that oatmeal to help keep us fuller for longer? Hmm, what's a good way to add protein to that? You could add protein powder, but I'm not really about that. So what about peanut butter? Not only is peanut butter a protein, but it also has some good healthy fats in it. So you're getting some fats, you're getting some protein with that. We want to add some fruit. What does fruit add to the plate of our oatmeal? That adds fiber, berries, high in fiber. Great for us. Okay, we're adding chia seeds. What do chia seeds add to the mix? They're a little bit of a healthy fat because they have omega-3 fatty acids. Okay, we're adding banana. That also helps add us other micronutrients to the plate and it's delicious. So this oatmeal bowl just started off as oats, but now adding all the extras such as peanut butter, chia seeds, berries, bananas, that bowl of oatmeal is going to keep me fuller for twice as long because it is more nutrient dense and because it has these special food components that are going to help satisfy my appetite to help keep me fuller for longer instead of just a plain bowl of oatmeal. 
Same thing with a piece of toast, right? If you eat one piece of toast or one piece of bread, are you still going to be hungry after? Yeah, yeah, you probably are. So what can you do to that piece of bread, to that piece of toast to make it so that it can become a meal or a snack to help satisfy you for longer and pack in some good nutrients so that you're having more to your life? And also, prime example of you don't need to cut out carbs, you don't need to cut out bread, elevate them. Add in these foods that are going to help keep you fuller for longer that you're adding more nutrients in. So for example, avocado toast is amazing, amazing example. You're adding in avocados, which are amazing in healthy fats. So that's automatically going to help you stay fuller for longer, okay? You can add on an egg. That's adding in protein. You want to add on some nuts and seeds to that or even some tomatoes and spinach, okay? That's going to help add some fiber and more awesome micronutrients. So making it into something is going to help satisfy you, find more love and excitement about the food that you're eating and have like, you'll feel proud of yourself too because you're fueling your body with good nutrients so that you're going to have energy for your workout for the rest of your day. And you're building and creating these habits that are gonna be with you for a lifetime. So looking more into the food that we're eating, not as a calorie, but as nutrition. That is what is important. What nutrition, what added life are you giving to yourself in the food that you're eating? Instead of, oh, this isn't fitting into my calories or whatever it is. Well, I understand some people's goals are to be in a calorie deficit, you're trying to be in a cut. I get that. Some people are trying to be in a bulk. They're trying to gain weight. They're trying to increase their muscle. Whatever your goal is, though, the nutrients that you're eating should always still play a key role in in your life, honestly. So this little nutrition, it, it kind of went down this tangent of the question that I get asked a lot, you know, like, wait, why am I, I feel like that is a common question of why am I hungry after I'm eating? Why am I still snacky? A serious thing that's going to help you is understanding the combination of nutrients that you're going to eat and how that's going to help you. So some more examples of foods that can help beat hunger and help keep you fuller for longer. I'm going to give you a couple of these, okay? The first one, whole grains. You've got brown rice, you've got whole wheat bread, whole wheat pasta, okay? I'll even add oats into that, okay? Greek yogurt. I am a huge fan for Greek yogurt because it also includes protein, high in protein. A little cup of Greek yogurt that I have is 15 grams. For me, it doesn't get better than that. For a snack, I know I'm incorporating protein into that. That's awesome. Add on a little bit of granola or skip granola. Add in some berries. That's a 10 out of 10. I've even done this hack, okay, where you have peanut butter with plain Greek yogurt. You whip that up. It like becomes this yummy peanut butter little treat. You can even add some granola in that if you want or you don't have to, okay, like nuts and seeds would be good in that. So like chia seeds or maybe crushed up. I mean, you could do peanuts, but I'm thinking like walnuts or pecans or something in there to make it even a little crunchy. And then you dip your apples in it. That is so awesome. I'll be the first to tell you that slaps, okay? That is a hunger slapping combo. You'll be satisfied after that, I'll tell you that much, okay? Next one is avocado. This really does help keep you full. I don't know what it is about an avocado. It is high in heart-healthy fats and it's a great source of fiber. That's probably why you got fat and fiber in that. It is a nutrient-dense food, okay? So it's awesome to help add that in where you can. Fish also, 
I'm a huge fan of salmon. It is a lean, healthy, fulfilling protein source, and salmon also includes omega-3 fatty acids. Do you see a common theme when it comes to nutrient-dense foods? They're usually whole foods, and adding these in naturally are also helping to keep you fuller for longer versus the bag of Cheetos. Nothing against a bag of Cheetos, okay? Your girl has white cheddar Cheetos in her pantry right now, but let me say, I eat a handful or two or three or half a bag of that, and guess what? I'm still hungry. You want to know why I'm still hungry after eating cereal? Because all I did was fill myself up with sugar and carbs. No guilt, no shame. But if you have these questions of, man, why am I still hungry? Why am I not feeling satisfied? Why is this not hitting? This is your answer, okay? Brittany's giving you the tea. She's giving you the knowledge, the education, and the answers. Nothing's wrong. You can eat the way you want to. But again, if you're trying to level up, live a little bit healthier, now you kind of have that base knowledge of, why that might be happening. Another one is nuts, a great snack option. You guys know Wonderful Pistachios sponsored this podcast. Oh, you know how excited I was about that because I love pistachios and they help keep like your hands busy while you eat. I literally just kicked my desk again. I love pistachios, okay? Great source of protein, fiber, healthy fats. They A lot of them also have awesome vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, like nuts are awesome, okay? A few more, let's say like beans and legumes. If you're plant-based, these are your best friends. They're a great source of plant-based protein. They help also with fiber. So they are a really satisfying food. Like you think of chili, you're always stuffed after chili because that thing's packed with beans, okay? Also eggs, another great high quality protein can be a filling food. You got vitamins, you got minerals. It's an awesome, awesome option. And of course, like fruits and vegetables, as well. A lot of those are packed with fiber and some of them even have water in them. So it's important. Again, eat a wide variety of foods, eat the rainbow. But when you actually realize that there are certain foods out there that help you feel fuller for longer, like include those in your recipes, in your meals. That way, when you're eating breakfast, you're not leaving unsatisfied where you want to eat another 20 minutes. You're like, oh my gosh, that was delicious. Not only did I fill myself with whole nutrient-dense foods, food that has a ton of nutrients that's helping my body, but I'm also satisfied and I'm feeling happy and good. Nothing beats that. So hopefully you've taken some knowledge with you from this podcast and I get a little bit excited about this. I don't know why you guys, but I love talking about uh, any way to help better you. And I feel like a lot of times this is something that especially if you're new in this, you don't think of this. You, you don't think that, oh, I should combine my carb with the protein, fat, and fiber, and that's going to help me feel more full. Like, you, don't, you don't think of those things. So I hope that this really was helpful. I'd love to see it in the podcast Instagram or in the podcast Instagram DMs at funnygains.podcast. Chat it up over there. I love talking to you guys. So hopefully those were some good tips for you. And I guess the wrap up of this episode that I'd like to say is trying to put this into practice. So take what you learned and then think, how can I now better each of my meals and or snacks using the science of what you just learned about foods that really can help you feel fuller for longer, help you feel satisfied? Okay, that is the goal. When we eat, 
I don't know about you, but I know me. When I eat, I want to be happy. I want to feel satisfied. I want to feel full. I want to feel good and energized, not sluggish and lethargic where food can do that to you. Certain foods can make you feel really tired and lethargic, but if you pair them right and if you get a little bit of this going on and realize this, that you can help plan your meals out so that when you look at your plate, You look at it and you're like, wow, I got a protein, I got a carb, I got a fat, I've got a vegetable, or I've got a fruit. Like, I've got all of these on my plate. I'm going to feel so good after this. That is an amazing, amazing asset that you now have is you know how to properly feed yourself. And you can teach that to other people. When you go out to eat, you know how to actually order for yourself because you're looking at the menu and you're like, okay, this is going to, this is going to be great. This is going to make me feel happy and satisfied. These are tools that you'll use for the rest of your life. So putting this into action, okay, when you're writing your meals for the week, the way Darian and I always do it, what proteins are we going to have? Okay, we're having salmon this week. We need to get salmon. We're going to have ground turkey for our meatballs, for our, you know, teriyaki bowls. Great. We've got ground turkey and then chicken, chicken for our enchiladas. We're going to have artichoke stuffed chicken, all that. We know, no, we have three protein sources for the week for our dinners. And since we are balling on a budget, our protein sources for breakfast and lunch are a little bit different. So for lunch, a lot of times it'll be tuna or we'll do peanut butter or we'll do some type of bean or leftovers or eggs or something like that or even like Greek yogurt, cottage cheese. Those are other really, really good protein sources that we can have. And same for breakfast. It's like, are we having yogurt? Are we having eggs, oatmeal, peanut butter? What are we including to have some type of protein? So we kind of map that out. Okay, we've got protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Great. Then we move on to the carb. What type of carb do we want to have with teriyaki meatballs? Ooh, rice. Rice sounds good. With enchiladas, duh, the tortilla. Okay, with artichoke stuffed chicken, why don't we do some roasted potatoes? And you know, you can kind of go down the list of as you're planning, you're like, okay, we got the protein, we got the carb. What about the fat? Are we adding in cheese? Are we adding in, you know, salmon has awesome omega-3 fatty acids. We're kind of good on that one. And then what vegetable do we want? Oh, Brussels sprouts sound good with this dinner. Oh, broccoli sounds good. Cauliflower. You can go down and through your meals and through your plate and make sure you kind of are checking the boxes on all of your food. And that comes with that prep time to make sure once that's planned out, you know you're going to eat that when you cook it. So you can feel kind of rest assured like, okay, I'm doing good. And if this is a little bit overwhelming to you, just start with one meal a day. Just start with your dinners, okay? Or start with your breakfast, whatever it is. Try to be more conscious about it. Really, don't stress too much about it. I'm always going to say, try to prioritize whole nutrient-dense foods, but you know what? Live life in moderation as well. You all know that's how I think, that's how I believe, and that's how I want you guys to also feel like there's no perfect way to go about this, okay? So you guys, that is officially going to conclude today's episode. I hope you liked it. Let me know if you did. Let's go ahead and chat it up in the podcast DMs or on today's post at funandgains.podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have any other tips or anything else that kind of comes to mind, I'm always down to hear it. I love to talk to you guys. You seriously make this community for what it is. I'm going to end. If you've listened to this whole thing, you get a very small tidbit. There is some Fun and Gains merch coming. It is a summer collection. So it's called Sun and Gains. I'm really excited. It's the first time we've done podcast merch. It is a little bit more exclusive. 
And I'll give more details in a little bit, but I just want to kind of give you a heads up. There's going to be other stuff coming as well, but this very first drop is like very fun and exclusive. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm like nervous, but excited, but okay, I'm going to stop talking about it now. So <laughs> I hope you guys have a good week. If you're at the gym, go up and wait. Go up and wait. You already know I'm telling you, go up and wait. You better be doing one more rep. Finish them all. If you're in the gym, that's me calling you out. Drink your water. Okay, here I am sipping. <sighs> that was probably really annoying to hear, but I love you guys. Have a good week and I will talk to you all next time for some more fun and gains. Bye. You're listening to the fun and gains podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.